Garfiri Japan. Welcome to yet another action-packed episode of Got Fit of Japan, and I am your host, Johnny. And I'm Time Time Tokyo. And I'm Jeremy Deschner. That's right. And as you find folks know, Got Fit of Japan is about three dudes, booze. Japan and the motherfucking news. That's right. And Jeremy, what episode is this? I believe we are number 687 today, sir. 687. That's right. And, uh... Usually after we say that number, we've got a little thing that we like to talk about. And uh, that is, uh, Jeremy, what do we talk about? We talk about our adult beverages of choice that we're drinking for today. I'm always drinking from a Spider-Man cup. And I am drinking a shochu uh, with the Asahi Super Dry Zero in it. So zero alcohol beer plus shochu because I'm a goddamn scientist. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I would say chemist. Yeah, dude. Chemist, but that's yeah. awesome, man. And uh, yeah, I'm drinking water. <laughs> With ice. Oh, boy. No drinky winky for the Johnny? No drinky winky for the Johnny. Not at all. No, not tonight and uh, not for a while. I'm way too busy. I got too many projects on my plate, but uh, I'll tell you all about that at another time. Tommy, what are you drinking over there, man? Uh, Usual tequila and tea. Tequila and tea. Wow. The choice of the new generation. Yes. All right. (laughs) It's cheap, dude. (laughs) That's all I got to say. Like yeah, not as cheap as water, but um, which I'm gonna call it. Like, what kind of tequila do you use? Do you use like spicy tequila or Jose Cuervo or 1800? Jose. Jose. Mm. Nice. I never knew that you were a tequila man, Tom. That's impressive. I thought you're more. Uh, I, guy. Until recently, I haven't been, but I don't, I don't know, man. I'm just trying to save a fucking buck or two. And it's really? easier just to buy a bottle, and then I don't have to run out and do shit. Because, like, dude, I got I got a fucking kid. I got shit to do around the house before I talk to you guys. So, like, I just fucking buy a bottle, boop, 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 dump a couple shots in there with the tea, and I'm good. Nice. Hmm. So, I am efficient. You know what? I think that you were telling us before we started about how drinking led to another story that you wanted to talk about, Johnny. And uh, why don't you get into that? Tell us what happened. Ah, uh, yes, 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 yes. So, uh, yeah, so basically what we're going to do is we're going to, after 686 episodes, we're going to talk about something a little depressing. And it's about uh, pretty much it's about being in Japan for a very, very long time and uh, suffering from depression. And mm-hmm. um, basically, I was at a Hanami party, which roughly is a uh, it's basically an outdoor picnic with friends under cherry blossoms and stuff. Beautiful time. And I did that. And uh after that, uh, drinking all day long, I was not wasted, but I was fairly drunk. I was fairly, I was pretty drunk, actually. Let's be honest. <laughs> a spade's a spade. I was drunk. I was like maybe six beers deep, and it was awesome. And I had a great if, time that day. If if you go to a Hanami party and you're not drunk, then you're fucking doing it wrong. Yeah, that's that is definitely true. That is definitely Point true. Made. Anyway, after the Hanami party, I was sober enough to uh, come up with a great idea to get one last drink at my friend's bar. So I went over to my friend's bar to get one last drink, and I walked in there, and I heard my name, Johnny! And I looked over, and I saw a friend who I haven't seen in such a long time, maybe about a year or so. And when I saw him, and he was in the corner, it was kind of dark, and I walked up to him, and when I saw him, I didn't recognize him at first. You know, I did, but I didn't because the guy completely changed. He went from about 150 pounds to 300 pounds. This guy, yeah, he doubled in size. And I was like, holy smokes. And let's call him Tom. No, I'm joking. Let's call him. I'm joking. Let's call him. No, 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 no. Let's call him. Beavis. We're going to call him Beavis. Okay. Beavis is his name. I, I got Beavis and Butthead right here. So 
I go up to Beavis and I'm like, hey, man, what happened? You gained a lot of weight. And he's like, yeah, I've got a lot of depression and stuff. I can't shake it. The doctor, he gave me some medication. Medication kind of makes me feel better and stable and stuff. And um, I don't know. Things are coming off the rails. And I I, I don't know. I, I just got bigger and this and that. And he's not giving me a direct answer to any of my questions about depression, why he's feeling depression or anything like that. And um, he kind of talked about just being in Japan and just not being happy with like how his life is turning out. And he's been teaching English for so many years and he's reached kind of like a ceiling in that business. And he doesn't know what to do. It's just a lot of things or whatever and stuff. And um, he he started getting a little dark, right? And he started kind of like saying some things that were a little off, right? Or basically in my drunken state, red flags were popping up all over the place. And I was like, holy shit, this guy is, he's maybe at the end of his rope, you know? So I was like, fuck, dude, I'm going to stick around. So I didn't have just one pint with a guy. I had four pints after being completely wasted already. Well, I wasn't completely wasted. I was pretty drunk. I was like 70%. Yeah, I think I had 10 beers. And um, yeah, anyway, so I had uh, three pints and actually a shot, three or four pints. I can't even remember. I don't even remember how I got home. But the thing is, though, I found a, I found a friend in need that was at the end of his rope that was just giving signs that were just not right. And so I just decided to stay there for three hours and just listen to the guy talk. And I just listened and I listened and I listened. And um, yeah, I, I think just hanging out with this dude and just drinking with him and stuff and just, you know, kind of like making sure that he knows that he's got friends that are here and stuff. I, I think he's on a better path now. And then the next day I called him up and stuff and we did a video chat completely hung over. I was like shaking and shit, dude. I looked like I had a disease. I was like, oh, but I, I called him up. We did a video chat and stuff and just to make sure that, you know, he was okay and stuff and he's pretty okay. And um, yeah, I, I think sometimes for some people just living in Japan for, you know, over four or five years, you know, it gets to be a little bit lonely and a little bit depressing sometimes because maybe for some people you feel that like uh, your choices are limited and uh, there's only so far that you can go or something. And if you feel depressed or anything like that, you know, whatever you do, don't do anything drastic. Do not off yourself or anything, because, you know, that is that is a permanent solution to a temporary problem, even if you're feeling super depressed. And uh, yeah, there's there's no beer in the afterlife, dude. I'm pretty sure about that. So don't do that. Tom. Yeah, man. I mean, that I. I'm not disagreeing with you. That is a fucking problem. If you've been if, if you've been here for a while and then you do anything, you do anything, but sometimes you feel like you're stuck in a rut. That's definitely a problem. But I've I've actually seen more of the opposite where people just all out of nowhere just fucking rage quit. All of a sudden, you know, like you talk to them like a week or two before, and then all of a sudden they're like, fuck this place, fuck my job, fuck Japan, I'm out, bitches, and that's it. But that's that's a problem too, but yeah. I don't think that's a problem. If somebody wants to leave, they can leave. You know, there's no keeping somebody here. But it's just like if you're feeling depressed with like how your life is going, because, you know, a lot of people, when they come to Japan, they have like all these expectations They're like, oh, everybody's going to love me. I'm going to become very spiritual. I'm going to learn this, that and the other thing. And things just don't work out, especially if they get a job in like an office. Right. Because working in an office in like, uh, let's say, a corporate office in Japan is very different from working in a corporate office in, let's just say, Canada. And um it's very, very, very different cultures. And some people feel a little bit isolated in those cultures and stuff. Even if they can speak Japanese quite fluently, it, it's still very limiting. And um, yeah, so yeah. And um, if you do ever, and this is like not for people that are just in Japan, this is for people all over the world. If you are feeling uh, depressed or sad, or you just need somebody to talk to or something, there are places where you can go. So I'm going to like throw that out there right now. Um, there's TELL, T-E-L-L. And in Japan, and it's international, but in Japan, it's you could go to the website, telljp.com. And uh, yeah, or if you just Google like Tell Talk or something, uh, you can definitely find this website. We'll put this website in the show notes or whatever. And uh, there's just somebody there that you can talk to that, I mean, if, if you're not at a bar and you see Johnny or Tom or Jeremy, you know, you could go to this place and talk and uh, they'll definitely listen. And uh, I think that's a great opportunity for you just to kind of like, just just express all the things that you need to express. Because sometimes that's all you need just to feel a little bit better, you know? I see. I think that talking about it definitely helps, man. I mean, uh, 
Johnny, you've worked as a bartender. I, I own a bar. People yeah. come into the bar and tell you crazy things that they wouldn't normally tell other people, even if they've just met you. You know, mm-hmm. I had good mm-hmm. examples of that all the time. And um, <clears throat> I think, you know, sometimes I'm like, why is this person unloading on me like this? You know, like verbally like telling me their whole life story and everything. But then I think about it and I get it because they don't have anyone else to talk to. Especially if the, if you're an Eng, native English speaker and you want to speak English, mm. and you don't have anyone around you who speaks English, when you go to this bar and there's this guy behind the bar and he's giving you fucking alcohol, and you just start unloading on the guy, telling him your life story. That's nothing to be ashamed of. Do it, man. That's what we're there for. Unload. You know, tell us your story. And then, as Johnny mentioned, if you want to call one of the organizations, like uh, you know, uh, prevention hotlines, or or go to tell.jp.com yeah do that there's no shame in that talk to somebody get some help because you know what life is hard and we can't get through it by ourselves we have to have all the people around us where human beings are social animals and by all means talk about it you know and and i'd rather hear your story a million times and have to listen to all this stuff than have to attend your funeral i'll just say that true yeah, I, I agree. I think uh, one, I think it's kind of an unwritten rule that if you're a bartender, you kind of have to have a sympathetic ear. Sure. And I, and I agree with what, well, I essentially what you're saying is uh, bartenders kind of do have to sometimes act as like ad hoc counselors or yeah. advisors. I mean, it's just, it's just how it is. We've all seen cheers. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm Norm. <laughs> that makes me Sam. I'm the Sam, the bartender. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Who, who, yeah. who would I be? Coach. Coach. <laughs> <laughs> sure, why not? I'll take that. Uh coach is cool, man. I oh like man. So yeah, so yeah. If you definitely need somebody to talk to, once again, it's tell that no helljp.com and uh yeah and uh yeah sorry to bring down the mood but uh, i think i thought it was important i'll bring it up after 800 episodes or no 600 after 600 episodes we needed to have one depressing one all right uh all right well Tom, you never talked about anything depressing before we're all fucking sunshine and rainbows no it's a comedy podcast it really <laughs> is but uh tom 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 if you got stories if you got stories time is limited all right uh you know what? You already know what I'm going to talk about, though, which is why I wasn't here last to do the pod with you last week. Is because my family came and visited me, and it was fucking cool. And Johnny, sorry, no disrespect, but it was fucking fine the way I did it with limited plans and said we're just going to do shit. Yeah, I saw you in the park like six times drinking. Yeah, but anyway, just just to pare it down real quick, I think you had the best of intentions when you were giving me advice before. But I think you're thinking. I think you're forgetting that there are a bunch of things that are fundamentally fucking different about like my family coming because like a my mother's coming, so she's not going to want to go out and party hardy. And b my sister's a fucking vegan. And c I got a kid, so they want to spend time with him. So so what are you are you comparing like my trip to your trip? Why don't you just tell us about your trip? And you're, no, you're, no, I'm just I'm setting the backdrop. Why, why, just, why are you doing that? You're wasting our time. I'm just explaining that my trip is fundamentally different. So real quick, here's what rundown what we did. We did uh, Asakusa, where my sister dressed up in a kimono and had her picture taken, which is fucking cool. Fuck that cultural appropriation bullshit. You have to listen to the natives. Japanese say, think it's fucking cool and fine for you to wear their clothes. They like it. They're, they're happy that you're sharing and enjoying their culture. That's maybe another topic. We can get into that topic maybe in a little bit more another day. We did. Uh, you, guys, you guys know Team Lab? Yeah. Yeah. It's fucking awesome. So in other words, it's a sound and light museum and it's fucking cool. You go through like kind of a weird bouncy spongy area. At one point you like, you gotta lift your pants up to your knees cause you're wading through water knee deep. They've got like fucking cool planetarium, psychedelic shit. It's dope as fuck. And yeah, we did that. And Harajuku, we did, we did, we did go to Harry's, uh, but we didn't go out and party cause, uh, they're not really that big drinkers. So support our sponsors. We did Harajuku, of course, while we were there. We did Shibuya a couple times. And we did Shimokitazawa. And we did the Cat Cafe. Cool. And, Sounds fun. And Nakamegoro. So, yeah, it was like, but like it, we had to spend like quality family time. They didn't want to party hardy and like the budget was limited. So I'm not saying 
your sister's trip or my family's trip was any better. It was just like, I, I think they were different. And I think, I think we both, they both got the fit for them. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. Uh, what did they prefer? What was their favorite part? Can you tell us what their favorite part was? Uh, my, my little sister really liked wearing the kimono and I think they I think everybody really enjoyed team lab because that's actually my first, uh, uh, time there as well. I, I thought that was cool. Like I've seen Asakusa a couple, quite a few times. It's it's cool. I'm not t- I'm not taking anything away. That's the Thundergate, the tr- very traditional area. You can take pictures, and the rest of the stuff is kind of normal for me. Um, I don't know the other things like uh, I I don't apparently don't know my ways around Tokyo as well as I used to because I haven't been out as much, so I've forgotten a few things. But uh, yeah. Oh, and my sister was vegan, which. I love her and I respect her decision, but it kind of it makes it difficult to do some fucking shit because Got it. she's because before she came here, she's like, no, 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 I saw it on the internet. They have a bunch of vegan restaurants, and I'm like, I don't know if that's fucking true. And don't you ever fucking never, never, never assume just because I saw it on the internet makes it fucking true in Japan. It, it's kind of what Johnny said about Thailand. Like you know, last time we went to Thailand, he was telling about us. It's like you see it on the internet. It's probably true, but it might be really, really fucking rare. And it's kind of the same about Japan, because you see a lot of weird, wacky stuff, and it's like, sometimes, yes. But we managed to do it, but, like, it's kind of a fucking hassle. I, I had vegan ramen outside Team Lab. That was really good, but, like, it's, it is a fucking hassle for everybody else. And it severely limits what you can do for restaurants. So was it a more of a hassle for everybody or more of a hassle for her? As kind of everybody, because she's kind of imposing her will. Like I honestly, I think it's kind of selfish. As much as much as I love my little sister, I think it's kind of selfish because it's a new. I I told her, could you just let it go for a week, please? Not even say you have to like mow down a steak. Could you just maybe like not be vegan, just be vegetarian and maybe be okay with like eggs and cheese or some shit? No, 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 can't do that. It's for the poor little animals. I'm like, <laughs> I love animals, but you know, I'm not going to go. Yeah, we, 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 we got into it. I was like, I don't like this goddamn wabbit food. And she gets, she was, she's pissed. Wow. Well, the thing is, she was probably indirectly eating like uh, animal material you know i mean when you're eating like ramen even though it's vegan ramen i'm sure there's some kind of stuff in there that they just don't give a shit Who about fucking knows, dude we, you know? we did our best to like something. steer clear of that but she probably did it ingest something that's an animal product i would almost hazard wow. to guess did she get healthy <laughs> she's, she's, she's not healthy she takes care of herself she's in shape but like i don't know it's just like when you when you when you're that fucking picky and eater like i'm a picky eater but like there's stuff i like and don't don't like but like we i can still decide to go and like eat most kinds of restaurants it's just like you know i got my favorites like somebody else but her it's like you can do sushi you just like you know you just like only certain like things we did so we did go to one of the sushi the conveyor sushi belts uh you know, Shibuya, some other stuff, but it's like, and, they got, and I got to try some of the soy meat and the mock meat or whatever you want to fucking call it. It's not bad, but you know, it's not bad. I'm not saying it's, it tastes better or anything, but you can do that. Or you can just have the real fucking thing, which tastes better and is a lot cheaper. Yeah, yeah, price. I was going to bring that up. Yeah, so it's, yeah, and again, it's fucking expensive. Damn. It's like, it wasn't Jeremy the last time I talked to him. He's saying, yeah, I used to go to like a vegan place, you know, every once in a while, just to try something different. And I get that. Yeah. It's cool. There's nothing wrong with that. Just saying, you know, expand your palate or I kind of like this or I'll try this. But like all the fucking time and overpaying a lot. Yeah. But for them, everything was like 30, what, 30 to 25 to 35% cheaper depending on the day, right? Yes, that's true, but I'm still tagging along with him, and I'm kind of on a limited budget. And like what you said was absolutely true. And I, I, I knew this, and I, I didn't, I didn't doubt you going into this. Like, I gotta go along with him, and it's like you're eating out all the fucking time. Yep. So, I'm on a little bit of budget. Remember last time I said I was broke? I, that's not true. I had a little bit of savings, but that's like that's, that. That kind of went bye bye. 
after this because you know, you're going out all the fucking time and we didn't i'm sure we didn't do nearly as much shit as you and, and you and your sister did i'm sure no doubt so basically to summarize you think the the light and design museum was awesome getting your picture taken a kimono is awesome but for vegan people you got to you got to be more open and uh, look at your other uh the other people in your party and consider them as well is that pretty much summarize it Yes, it does. I mean, my, my God, if somebody could put a fucking pound of Kobe beef in front of you, you'd be like, yeah, no, I don't eat that. It's like, fuck you. Sorry. Oh, cool, man. <laughs> cool, man. Yeah. Well, I'm All glad right. you got to see so, your family, dude. Yeah. Uh, hey, guys, I, with I that being said. If I'm fucking, yeah, I am too. It was it was a fucking happy time, and they got to play with my kid. So apologize if I'm rambling a little bit, but, like, you know, I get it. We can motor on. No, yeah, dude, So that, with that being said, guys, let's uh, – Johnny, you want to jump into the news? Yeah, let's jump into the news. All right, cool. Uh, Faders, we're going to take a little break. And uh, when we do, please enjoy and support our sponsors because they love you and we love them. All right, peace. Eight Stars American Bar, located between Daimyo and Yapu. Come get your party on. Hey, yo, what's up, Faders? Johnny here. You know I love booze and news, but I also love art. So come on down to thespiltink.com and check my art out. I've got tons of stuff there for you to check out. And I've got paintings, I've got prints, I've got videos. And I tell you what, if you like a painting, I could probably sell it to you. And I tell you what, if I can't sell you that painting, I will definitely sell you a print. I've got prints of all my work. Prints are about 2000 and each, about 20 bucks. But if you buy two, you get the third one for free. So come on down to thespiltink.com. Yo, and on top of that, I'm looking for commissioned work. So if there's something that you want me to do, I can make it for you. Just check out my stuff and see if you like my style. And if you like my style, I can definitely paint you anything on canvas, paper, whatever. I've done it all. So come on down to thespiltink.com. That is T-H-E-S-P-I-L-T-I-N-K.com. Thespiltink.com. Proper. Mitsuya Liquors. Yo, what's up, faders? If you're in Asia, if you're in Japan, if you're in Tokyo, if you're in Asagaya, you better get down to Mitsuya Liquors. That's right. For the most affordable prices in Japan, you can get over 300 different kinds of beer. That's right. Over 300 different kinds of beer. And of course, they got all the shochu you need, all the sake you need. And of course, they got wine from California to Italy to France to New Zealand. They got it all. When I say they got it all, they really, seriously got it all. There's no joke about that. So get down to Mitsuya Liquors. And if you go in there and you say, got fit of Japan, you will be more than welcome to go into their back room and drink those beers that you just purchased. That's right. Got fit of Japan at Mitsuya Liquors. And three times a week, they have a sushi chef there. So get your sushi on, get your drink on, get your fade on, and come on down to Mitsuya Liquors. Located comfortably in Asagaya. About five minute walk from the station. It's your liquor. Are you at Harajuku with some out of town friends or your family or significant others? Yeah! Do you want to chill and drink beer and eat sandwiches while your friends overpay for glitter unicorn socks? Yeah! And the flavor's gonna make you complete. A Harry Sandwich Company. So come on down to Harry Sandwich Company in the heart of Harajuku, right off Takeshita Street. See you there! Yo, what's up, faders? It's your boy, Johnny. I have an opportunity for you. Well, in fact, I have 50 opportunities for you. A few years ago, I painted all 50 American states. And in each and every state, I painted in all major city names, the state's cultural icons, pop culture that pertains to that specific state, and a whole lot more fun, interesting, and educationally groovy stuff. The project took me over eight months to complete, and now they're yours forever. I have digital prints available for download on the Spilt Inks Etsy shop. These prints started off at about five bucks a pop, but not anymore. These high resolution prints are a dollar each. They're yours for a dollar each. So brighten up your walls and expand your mind with your favorite state. These prints are a dollar each. And there were so much more. These are these, these paintings are absolutely incredible. You're gonna love them. And if you don't like the state project, that's cool. That's cool. Johnny still has love for you. But check out the Spilled Inks Etsy shop to find all sorts of other wild art that will save your soul and blow your mind. So go down to the show notes 
for a direct link to the Spilled Inks Etsy shop. Go there, shop away, support the show because we love you and we love art too. So faders, without further ado, enjoy the show. If you're going to get your fade on, you got to get your fade on in style. That's why I use Ghost Town Palmade. Ghost Town Palmade is the number one badass palmade, and I practice what I preach. When I leave this house, if I'm not wearing a hat, if I'm not wearing a lid, I'm wearing Ghost Town Palmade in my hair. This stuff is amazing. It smells good, it looks good, and it feels good. Ghost Town Palmade, badass palmade. And let me tell you one thing. It comes in a lid. That's pretty badass. This whole world is so nerfed up these days. Everything is plastic and pink, but not Ghost Town Palmade. This stuff is a man's palmade, and it is hardcore. It's so hardcore, it's from Oakland, California. Oakland, California. That's right. Ghost Town Palmade. Get your bait on in style. Proper. In Tokyo and craving soul food, got just the place for you soul food house in azabujuban check out what we do at soulfoodhouse.com come by and taste the love we look forward to feeding you and we are back faders and we've got some news we got a lot of great news and uh I just want to say, Tom, thank you very much for doing your detective work and digging up these stories. I think you did a massive job. Bravo, bravo, Thomas. We got our disagreements, but right now we all agree that you kick some major ass. Speaking of kicking ass, why don't you kick ass on the first story? Ba-boom. All right, man. Yeah, there's a lot of juicy fucking news, a lot of weird, bizarre thefts. But I'm actually going with this one because this is somewhat original. 20-year-old man arrested for kidnapping two teen sisters. Dun, dun, dun. Tokushima Prefectural Police have arrested a 20-year-old man on suspicion of kidnapping two sisters whom he met on a social networking site. Police said Ayumi Kiribuchi, a company employee from Tomioka in Guma Prefecture, was arrested on Saturday over the abduction of the two siblings, uh... On Friday, local media reported he drove them to Tokushima Prefecture, police said. Police said the girl's father contacted them on Friday night after they did not return home. A patrol spotted the siblings and Kiribuchi inside the car, or sorry, inside his car in the parking lot of a shopping center at around 10.30 a.m. on Saturday. Police said the girls were not hurt and were taken into protective custody. So, what the fuck is this? Is this, like... Are they having a special on kidnappings? It's like kidnap one, get the other one for free. <laughs> That's funny. You know, I, I was thinking when you first read that, that it was kind of strange that both of those sisters run like two around the same different like a SNS site, probably Twitter. <laughs> Kids, good, you know, we, we can agree because it's always fucking Twitter. It is always fucking Twitter. Do you think but TikTok yeah. is going to be the next Twitter where people start getting in really big trouble? There's, there's going to be a rash of uh, uh, kidnappings because, like, girls are trying to make a video and they, they think they find, like, a producer or a special effects wizard or something. Tom, and actually, just stop, stop, stop. You're, you're probably starting fires. He's <laughs> <laughs> giving ideas to criminals. Yeah, I know. Exactly. <laughs> Don't do what he said. Don't do what he said. Don't do what he said. And if you go to jail, make sure you're wearing we, we, it. We disavow that and take no personal responsibility whatsoever. Creepy guys are writing shit down. I mean, I got my van on order. <laughs> <laughs> a windowless van, right? Oh, the bed in the back. In all seriousness, like, I say this as someone who's a former high school teacher. I don't know what the fuck he's doing because I, I, let's face it, the vast majority of teenage girls are fucking annoying. So I don't know why you would want to spend more time with them. I really don't. Yeah, I heard one of them was a fucking vegan. Yeah, one of them was one of them was a fucking vegan. That's why <laughs> <laughs> he was gonna do- indoctrinate her into meat eating. What are both of them running around the shrine? Yeah, both of them on grass. Oh, Maybe that's why he kidnapped him. He kidnapped him and be like, "All right, listen, you guys are vegans, and I'm gonna stop this bullshit right now. We're pulling over to this parking lot after we get some McDonald's. <laughs> You're both getting Big Macs." <laughs> Uh, All right, guys. I'll go with the. I'll go with the next story. A uh, man arrested for attempted murder of work colleague. That's called a failed murder, in my opinion. Yeah. <laughs> he failed at it. He tried and he fucking failed. Fail. Okay. 
Yeah, failure. Fucking loser. All right. Uh, Nagoya. Nagoya police. Uh, police in Nagoya, Aichi Prefecture, have arrested a 56-year-old man on suspicion of attempted to kill his 56-year-old work colleague. Uh, the police said Yasuhiro Matsumoto, who works for the painting industry, is accused of stabbing Shigeru Moroto in the thighs and legs with a knife around 2 a.m. on Sunday at um, Matsumoto's apartment, Kyoto News reported. Matsumoto called 119, or 911 in, in any other country, and said that he had stabbed his friend during an argument. His friend. Yeah, I stabbed my buddy. All right. Morimoto was taken to the hospital where he remains in critical condition, uh, police said on Sunday. Police have said that Mor- Matsumoto has denied intending to kill Mor- uh, Matsumoto has denied trying to kill Morimoto. Uh, the police said the two have men had been drinking and are questioning Matsumoto on what caused the argument between them. Wow. That's holy weird. shit. Yeah, yeah. It's strange that he stabbed him in the, the legs. Maybe he's going to the right? femoral artery. Yeah, that's true. Well, you, that would require him to know what he's fucking doing, though. I don't think this guy's a doctor. I'm, no, I'm, don't I'm disparage, don't disparage the old uh, painting industry guys, man. Especially ones with knives, because they'll fuck you up. Mm, that's true. <laughs> stabbing you in the leg. It's like watch you your legs, Tom. A limp, motherfucker. Yeah. yeah. Well, actually, in some countries, if you stab somebody below the waist, it's assault and not attempt to murder. Oh, okay. 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 Yeah. Also heard yeah, that Morimoto was a vegan. One of those countries. Uh, Morimoto was a vegan and also wearing a kimono, kimono <laughs> running around eating grass at the shrines. <laughs> You're not gonna let that go, are you, Jeremy? No, no neither are you, buddy. It's a <laughs> show just trying to theme help now. <laughs> yeah. Just keep in mind, you ain't insulting me. No, no, that's never my intention. No way. <laughs> okay. Next story is mine. Man arrested right. for confining. Visiting doctor and nurse at his home in Saitama. The story took place in beautiful Saitama. Police in Kawaguchi, Saitama Prefecture, have arrested a six-year-old man in suspicion of illegally confining two female healthcare workers who were visiting his home. They were not related, so it wasn't two sisters. Uh, police said the suspect, Hiroyuki Kojima, has denied to the charge and quoted him as saying, quote, I did not stop them from leaving, end quote. Police said the doctor who was in his in her 40s and the nurse in her 30s visited Kojima's residence to provide medical treatment for his mother from at around 4.25 p.m. to 5.35 p.m. on Friday. While they were in the first floor living room, Kojima allegedly threatened them and blocked the passageway so that they couldn't leave. Kind of some, uh, what's that, H.H. Holmes kind of activities. Uh, the incident came to light after the nurse contacted a colleague for help because we all have cell phones. Good job, nurse. Police were notified and entered the house through an unlocked front door. While well, this is kind of like H.H. H. Holmes's uh, murder castle, uh, Kojima or was Louis C.K. Into- or Lu- oh, uh, Kojima <laughs> was taken into custody after minor resistance. Police said no one was injured during the incident. Okay, uh, yeah, hop for the doctor, but uh, yeah, the doctor's got to go home. Uh, interesting. What are your thoughts? Well, you know what? He didn't stop him from leaving, but he stood in their way. So that's kind of stopping them from leaving. He didn't say it. And he's standing there with a knife or whatever. That kind of means that they're little, littler than him or smaller than him. And they can't get around him, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So he, he probably just relieved himself are, on a houseplant like Lucy K. Just saying they are healthcare professionals. Maybe maybe they take their Hippocratic Oath very seriously. Do no harm. But this, at the same time, just like, fuck this. Yo, you, get us the fuck out of here. I, what I want to know is why didn't the doctor just pull out one of her scalpels and stab him in the fucking femoral artery? Oh yeah, there you go. Um, that would have fucking that would have moved him. Yeah, totally. You know what? Probably what happened was at the same time that the mother, his mother, that's probably in her eighties, was calling for her doctor and her nurse. He was probably doing the same thing. He's probably getting one of those delivery health cosplay sex workers to come over, and he's like. Can you dress them up as doctors? And so maybe <laughs> he thought that they were coming over there to support him. But in fact, he was confused because those were the a- 
actual people that were there to support his mother. And that's why he's like, hey, wait a second. What's going on? I, I thought we we're going to have a little play play. Yeah. Actually, I really, really like your theory because keep in mind, he is he is 60. He could have fucking dementia. Maybe that's what he thought. Maybe he thought they were like, you know, the sexy nurse and the slutty doctor that were going to take care of him. Yep. Yep. Tom, you should be a lawyer. Yeah, All right, Tom. Next story. All right. Uh, is it my turn or is it Tom's turn? Tom's turn. Uh, it's going back around to me. All right. Okay. And waiters, you're in for a special treat. Once in a while, we get that you get a story so Japanese, even the emperor would take pause. Uh oh. All right. Here we go. <laughs> Japanese oh. penis festival shrine distances itself from penis mascot. What in the actual fuck? So, if you're listening, like, oh, crazy Japan, blah, blah, blah. This is fucking real. There's not a... Well, first of all, there's not a penis festival. There's a fucking shitload of them. Where, you know, they have fucking dick gummies and dick-shaped bananas and dick-shaped everything. And, like, you know, people party hardy and probably a lot of fucking going involved. It's not technically... It's a penis festival, but it's, you know, quote-unquote fertility festival. But I, I just want to say one thing. My comment, just from reading the headline right out of the gate here is like that's like so they're distancing yourself from the the penis festival is distancing themselves from the penis right like that's like going to burger king and having the cashier tell you sorry we don't serve burgers anymore a it's what everybody fucking associates with it and b it's in the goddamn fucking name detachable penis. yeah the one penis, no penis. japan's Kanamata Matsuri. Every spring, thousands of tourists from Japan and overseas descend on a shrine in Tokyo's neighboring prefecture of Kanagawa to celebrate one thing the penis. Worship it, it is mighty. This symbol of fertility is at the center of Kanamata Matsuri Festival of the Steel Phallus, which ranks as one of Japan's kisai or bizarre festivals. And the story behind it itself is even more bizarre. According to legend, a demon once sought revenge on a woman who rejected him by taking up residence inside her vagina and biting down on her husband's penis so that she was unable to procreate. In order to solve the problem, the woman played a, paid a blacksmith to create a steel phallus to break the demon's teeth, which it did, ultimately restoring her fertility. Whoa. Every wild. spring, the venerated items are taken out and Mikoshi floats, in, which is a portable shrine. On the shoulders of worshiper and Kanamura, uh, you just don't see thousands at the festival. Stallholders join celebrations by selling all sorts of phallic goods, so you're bound to see loads of penile paraphernalia in the area. However, there is one penis shrine that Kanayama Shrine wants to distance itself, and it's a mascot that, is, that, that people are mistakenly think is the one officially rated to the festival. On March 18th, the strange shot a tweet to set the record state, basically saying, well, you know, can you see this? You gotta fucking look at it, saying this it's is a, not the fucking mascot. It's a dick it, with a dick coming out of the dick. Yeah, it's a dick with a dick coming out of the arm, and also that dick kind of looks like a turd, so it's like a half dick, half turd. It's a dick turd. Yeah. Nothing worse than a dick turd. I hate dick turds. Yeah, dick turds. It's a dick turd with an arm. So it's like one armed Willie with a dick turd. I don't know. I don't know how to fucking explain it. But yeah, but basically, it's uh, the article's a little bit more lengthy, but like that's it. But you just, oh, fucking see the video, man. Oh my God, this fucking thing. Uh, uh, Whereas hmm. here is the official penis. Nice giant pink dong, unmistakably a penis. Look and, at the size of those balls. Yeah, look at the size of the fucking balls, right? Those things could be motherfucking gravity wells, and it's also somewhat shrouded in well, white mystery, I guess. <clears throat> well, yeah, I, I've been to that festival thoughts. before. Yeah, I've been to that festival before, and it's uh, it's got quite an interesting crowd that goes there. Uh, you get the uh, bunch of foreigners that go there. A lot of the people are foreigners, but the, the Japanese that go there are, you know, they like uh, live a little freedom, like a more free lifestyle. You know, they uh, they're there for uh, encouraging people to partake 
in the penis and the fertility if possible and also like you mentioned before tom there's all kinds of cookies and cakes and lollipops everything shaped like a cock yeah i i have also been to this festival and it is as you say jeremy uh there is a lot of free love uh there's a lot of encouragement from many people across different age groups and generations to partake in the love of the penis and lifestyles Lifestyles, yeah, that's yeah. I had a friend. I've never been there, but I had a friend that went there and immediately got laid at the hub. Believe it or not. So wow. uh, yeah, there's Sounds love about right. at the hub. <laughs> love hub. <laughs> yeah. You should go to the festival, Johnny. The penis is calling you. The penis is calling you. <laughs> uh, you know, Bow down. There. You must worship the phallus. I worship my own. But uh, yeah, I'll go there <laughs> if they made a penis. Uh, so they got popsicles, bananas. You know, if they made a pe- penis uh, pizza, I'm in. Yeah, there you go. There you go. I, I, I honestly, I, I, I don't know if that's real, but I wouldn't be surprised if it was. Yeah, yeah. So, Tom, what did you eat when you're there? <laughs> <laughs> Dicks. What do you think oh. I ate? Dicks. All right, there we go. Next story, Jimmy. All right, man indicted in wake of a viral video of him licking a soy sauce bottle. You remember this story, boys? Uh, Nagoya again, a man arrested for allegedly licking the tabletop soy sauce bottle at a conveyor belt sushi restaurant in Nagoya and then posting the video act online was indicted Tuesday on charges of obstructing business. The case of Roga Yoshino 21 is believed to have been the first instance of a customer being arrested for such behavior following the revelation of similar acts at eateries in Japan earlier this year. Two other people have been arrested in connection with the incident at the outlet of Kura uh, Sushi Incorporated in central Japan city, uh, in, in the central Japan city in uh, February 3rd. One was released on Tuesday, pending further investigation while another one was put on probation. Yoshino apparently thought he should jump on the bandwagon and engaged in the act uh, as a social media, uh, Act and got a wash and, and similar prank videos, according to his lawyer Kenichi Tamura. But the video went viral and caused a backlash. Wow. Yoshino felt that he was at a loss of what to do and did not realize that he had committed a crime until he was arrested. <laughs> Tamura said. The young man recognized the error of his ways and during his detention, uh, and if afforded the chance, hopes to apologize to the sushi restaurant chain operator. Uh, according to his lawyer, Sushi uh, Kurosushi has said it has n- nothing new to say about the incident before adding, we sincerely hope the public has come to know that these acts of public nuisance will be constituted as a crime and no acts would be committed in the future. Wow. What do you think, boys? Well, this is Japan. Don't fuck with sushi. And don't yeah, look stuff. I'm, I'm going to be honest. Like, I'm sick of fucking hearing about this story and stories like it because we've had a lot of sushi liquors, but it's also you- YouTubers in general doing it like to basically just to get fucking likes and clicks and whatever. Grow the fuck up. Yeah, no, yeah, seriously. Like, and, and like this dipshit's like excuse for, oh no, it was illegal. It's like, oh, come the fuck on. I- you should go to the Kanamaru Festival and lick stuff over there. Yeah, yeah. fucking go lick, yeah, fucking lick a penis. <laughs> fucking lick, lick 10. <laughs> which is not, which we're not saying is a bad thing. If that's not a bad choice. thing. Not a bad thing. Not a bad thing. If you love that, then go for it. God <laughs> bless you, cocksucker. I love it. It's so great. Yeah. <laughs> it's like I'm dating the Red Sox. <laughs> <laughs> Melts in your mouth, not in your hand, right, boys? Yeah. I guess so. Yeah. But, but no, this 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 was one one thing that I was kind of a little bit concerned about because like it's tsunami season. You're seeing all the tourists here. When I was with my family, and I. Was, like if I if I can see one of these YouTubers doing dumb shit, I'm gonna fucking say something. I'm gonna be fucking raging pissed because I'm, I'm just I'm fucking tired of it. I'm just I just I am. Tom, Tom, Tom. When I was on, I went all over Tokyo with my sister and her husband, and um, I, I saw not a lot, but I saw quite a few YouTubers from all over the world, from all over the world in many different languages. How many do, and what's it called in real life? IRL guys too. I saw a couple of those guys. How many did you see? I didn't see that many. I saw a couple of YouTubers at Hachiko, but like no, no, no one who was doing anything like crazy. No, I didn't see anybody do anything crazy. They're just talking to their camera. So they're, they, yeah. they got the camera 
instead of pointing in at, at something, it's pointing at them, which is kind of weird. It's like they're dyslexic. Dyslexic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I I didn't see any IRL guys because I I like because we had that we don't we don't need to rehash it. We had that discussion before, and I was like, oh, huh, that's interesting. So I, you know, I googled it and see what they look like. And I'm just like, huh. I'm gonna look up, but I haven't seen one yet in real life. Does yeah. the mythical creature exist? Of course it does. This is on the fucking internet. Okay, well, we already discussed this, so let's move forward to the last story. All right, this story is about heavy metal forever. Metal. All right. <clears throat> but it's not that kind of heavy metal. It's the, it's the other kind of heavy metal. Man arrested for robbing precious metal, heavy metal store in Osaka. Aishiteru. Police in Osaka said Sunday they've arrested a 50-year-old unemployed man in suspicion of robbing a heavy metal, oh, precious metal store. Police in Manabu Nakata is, a, wait, police said Manabu Nakata is accused of robbing the store in Hirano Ward at around 11.45 a.m. on Friday, Kyoto News reported. Police quoted him as saying he needed heavy metal, no, money for living expenses and gambling. Well, don't we all? <laughs> According to police, Hirano threatened the store manager, a woman in her 40s, with a knife and demanded money. The woman gave him 124,000 yen and he fled. The woman was not injured. Thank goodness. Police said Hirano was identified after analysis of store surveillance camera footage. He was sent to, he was seen at a pachinko parlor on Saturday and arrested. Okay, wow. Okay, well, see, the thing is, <laughs> I thought when I first read the title that this guy was stealing gold or something, like gold or silver or, I don't know, platinum or something. You know, I, I didn't think that he would steal money from a, a gold shop or something. Tom. Yeah, why would he? Because like you know, fucking. Because me and Johnny did this a, a while ago. We, uh, Johnny convinced me to invest in precious metal, and like the fucking gold's worth a shitload. A brick or two of that. I know it's heavy, but still, that's worth yeah. way more than he got away with. Like so, yeah, fucking dumbass. I just can't be imagine. I just can't imagine being robbed by a knife. Like you're standing behind a counter, and a guy pulls out this little tiny five inch blade and he goes give me your money you take one step back to the back of the counter and go no (laughs) (laughs) the crime solved (laughs) it could be a katana it could be a katana he pulls out a katana aka it is a big knife all right say, say hello to my little friend that's not a knife this is a knife yeah uh, I'm, I'm kind of glad you read this because like not just this story, but like a bunch of other stories we've had this week. There's a, just been a rash of just bizarre robberies. We've had fucking post office being robbed. Somebody, some guys t- took off with a fucking safe from an, uh, somebody's house. We've had a fruit and vegetable shop being robbed. Whoa. And like, that's just weird. And my, my personal favorite, somebody robbed a delivery uh, pizza delivery uh, bike. That was my favorite. Oh, that's weird. Well, let's cover these stories uh, in our next episode. I, I just want to say one, one, one thing about pizza delivery bike. The guy said he, he grabbed some pizza just to save money. It's like, well, buddy, you're going to be saving a lot of money now that you don't have to pay for room and board anymore. Yeah. I wonder if the pizza was vegan. <laughs> one can only hope. Oh, man. Grass on it. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Well, on that note, faders, thank you very much for tuning in to this very special episode of Got Fitted Japan. And Tom, once again, thank you so much for uh, getting these stories. Uh, I think you really nailed it. Home run this time. And, Hopefully uh, I can nail it next week. Yeah, definitely. And uh, let's see. Uh, where should the faders go, you guys? Where should they go? What should, what should they do? Well, first of all, you should support our sponsors, starting with uh, the guy sitting across from me, Jeremy, Eight Star oh. Bars. Eight Stars American Bar in Fukuoka. Please come around and tell us if you're a fader. It's going to be good to meet you in person. Um, I'm going to like to give a update on where people can can uh, follow us. You can follow us on TikTok. You can follow us on Facebook. You can follow us on Instagram. You can follow us on 
YouTube, everything. And we even have a Patreon for those people who love us so much that they want to buy us a beer. What? You can buy Johnny and Jeremy and Tom a beer? Yeah. It's $5 a month, man. It's, that's a that's the cost of a beer, basically, isn't it? So you want to throw us a beer. You like what we do. You like our videos. Hey, throw us some. Throw us a little bit of your change and, uh, you know. We'll be really happy to get that. I want to point out another thing is that we are trying to grow our YouTube channel. We started out in January with 118 subscribers to YouTube. And now we have sitting on 403. So we're growing exponentially, guys. We're doing good. We're doing good. Doing fantastic. And uh, we're yeah. putting out shorts. We're putting out all kinds of cool videos. We're mixing in some B-roll. Uh, adding to the comedy. You know, watch our videos all the way to the end and share the link with with your friends it costs you nothing to do that and it helps out the show and we really appreciate it johnny what else we got uh i think that's it <laughs> oh wait, wait. I so man wait instagram facebook twitter tiktok youtube patreon what else is there uh yeah tell a friend i guess tell a friend, tell a friend. Tell a family member tell an shout it from the rooftops yes 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 remember back in the day when kids used to carve slayer and their arm <laughs> Don't do that. Don't do that. No, Especially got that. to Japan. It's like, that's like a lot of letters and many maybe, continents. Maybe don't go that far. We appreciate your fandom, but like, you know. Make your own t-shirt. Buy a t-shirt. If you want to write it in permanent marker, I can go ahead. Yeah, send us a photo. Yeah, send us a photo. Or, hear me out here. Just come to Japan. Johnny will do it for you. Johnny's an artist. He can do it. I'm pretty good. <laughs> all right faders thank you so much for tuning in and uh tom and jeremy thank you so much for staying up this late and uh, we'll definitely see you guys soon peace <clears throat> go fuck yourselves my own brother a goddamn shit sucking vampire who you eat till mom finds out buddy i've got a government job to abuse and lonely wife to fuck as far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. I will never forgive your ass for this shit. This is some fucked up Republican shit. Suicide. It's a suicide. Ah, fuck it, dude. Let's go bold.